Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to Soccer to the Max. Uh, we did not intend to take this long of a break, but stuff happens. We did mean to cover MLS Cup, and again, stuff happens. But hey, we're here for the first show of the technically now the off season, And boy, big news coming out a couple of days ago on the first new expansion team. Joining the league, and it might be the team you were not expecting. And we have some moves already happening. One big one from the offseason Champions League for CONCACAF has been figured out, and we know what teams are playing what. And of course, joining me here is Mr. Eric Watkins. All right, I got my Molson Canadian. Now I need to ask, what part of the crow is the tastiest? Well, <laughs> you will be eating plenty of that because mm-hmm. the storyline among this entire this podcast for like a year, maybe, is Eric getting angry mm-hmm. and more angry and more angry about the possibility of Nashville becoming... An MLS team, and yeah. uh, Rachel, we found out, Nashville is indeed MLS bound. I'm siding with Eric on this. Oh, man, what a, oh, boy, Dawn, Dawn. Okay, Dawn, <laughs> I'll be mad at you for some other stuff later on here. Just be thankful that I have a very level-headed friend who's got a lot of Nashville ties, and she, over lunch, discussed the fact that, yeah, Nashville is pretty diverse, and, yeah, MLS could indeed work there. I mean, I have never just had that much of a pimp slap to the face. It's just... All right, let me break out the fork and knife. Damn it. (laughs) The whole evening, that is what Eric will be doing in the background. If you hear some chewing or whatever, that's Eric. I got my salt, pepper, I got curry, 
I got a little bit of paprika. I think I'm good to go. I was the only person that was actually supportive of this move. <laughs> I gotta say, I, I'm I'm still shocked that it happened because let's be honest, they were at the back of the pack for a lot of this. It seemed like Sacramento was a done deal, and now they may not even be, you know, one of the 28 if things go south by the time you get the year comes around because they're now needing more investment, and that's not something that's just happening very quickly for them, which has put MLS thinking, okay, well, maybe they're not going to be one of the teams. It seems like Cincinnati might be the lock for the other one, but we're not going to find out till the beginning of next year at some point, which is... You know, Way right to kick the, the can, Don! Mm. Well, this, he's waiting, this, he's waiting for Cincinnati to get the stadium order. Beckham's team, too. Well, you know, Beckham's team has until, like, July for that court case to finally go poof. So... You know, they got some time still. Plus, you know, Miami's politics is awful. So. In the ghetto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get ready for soccer in Overton. <laughs> Overton. It's going to be quite the experience. Watch out where you're going when you leave and go to the stadium. Yeah, and watch your car. You might want to just take as much public transport as you can. You might have higher priced parking because people will have to actually stay there the entire time <laughs> watching those cars. Yes. It is no joke. Anyway, yeah, I mean, LAFC coming in next season. And now we know that Nashville will be a team. We don't know if it's 2019 or 2020 yet, but hey, I, I know you wrote something uh, for the site, Rachel, about Nashville. Don't call them a soccer city yet. You think they can be a soccer city, though? I, I think what Nashville needs to do, and Dawn, listen up, is they need to hold off on the 2018 season. I, I can understand why MLS would want two teams in 20 two new expansion teams in 2018 because you know when you have Minnesota and Atlanta coming in they um have an equal number of teams in the western and the eastern conference so i can see now the LAFCs in the western there's a little bit of lopsided there that's why i think Sacramento might not have gotten the bid too but I think what Nashville needs to do is wait it out this 2018 season because this is the first year that Nashville SC, their USL club, is going to be playing. I mean, yeah, they've hosted national team games for the men and women. Over the summer, it was the men. But don't call them a soccer city yet because people are going to turn out for these national team games. It's it's not just people in Nashville. It's people from all over the place. There were people from here in Pennsylvania that went down for that Gold Cup game. Let's see how Nashville SC does. And like I said in the story there, I, I understand. I'm not naive enough to not know that there's a huge difference between USL and MLS. But wait a season. Let's see how Nashville SC does and then build on that. 
Well, plus they'll have Nashville SC as their USL team that they can partner with and, you know, go back and forth with using, you know, players and, and all that, however they want to do that if they eventually call them. Hopefully they don't because I don't like the whole uh, – I mean, I like it in a, in a concept of the MLS2s, but I don't like it as a name for a team in a separate league that – technically is not in cahoots with MLS, so I, I can totally understand why the league might be going more towards the, hey, if you want to have an MLS too, you're going to have your own division. But that that's another story for another day. Eric, I know we have had this conversation <laughs> several times on this show, oh. Oh. but now oh. that you have talked to your friend, yes, and, and uh, you know, regardless of what happens with the Titans, whether they make the playoffs or not. Do you Which think... they won't, but that's for another no, podcast. They, they won't. We, we discussed that too. But, you know, national team games, I, I think Rachel brought up a good point. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're going to turn out for an MLS team. But having a team in your city means something, right? I mean, you got Eddie George standing up there as one of the guys that wanted to bring it over. Absolutely, and Rachel brings up a good point to say, wait out this season. Maybe MLS will finally decide to go one table instead of having lopsided conferences as a temporary thing, and maybe as a pilot experiment for future expansion. Don, here's an idea, Don. Okay, you can at least give me this and think about it, but anyways... To say that Nashville SC's attendance is about the, what, eight ten thousand mark? I think that's a pretty good barometer for what they could do with an MLS team once they arrive. It doesn't have to be off the charts, but even with the Nashville natives and those that currently live in the area being as diverse and trying to be you could say, in a sense, as metropolitan as it's becoming and how it's expanding, I think if you can achieve that good number, you can say, all right, this can really work after all. And from what everything she told me, I think it can. Well, I think it's not just that. It's it's also who's the coach? Mm-hmm. Who are your DPs that you bring in? Do you bring any big names? That's going to bring people into the stadium. Something that the, you know the USL team is not going to be able to figure for. Yeah, that, that, and that, could, that could bring in the extra thousands that you yeah. need to make up those numbers. And that's why I say if you can get eight to ten thousand, it doesn't even have to be ridiculous like a fifteen or twenty, but eight to ten for a USL side. You already have that base generated. You already got them lathered up. Then. The MLS side comes in, okay, we got you liked Nashville SC's USL side. Now are for MLS, we've got this coach, we've got these DPs, this is our strategy, this is how we're building our team. Okay, that eight to ten could easily turn into a twenty, twenty-five, thirty. But you're starting eight to ten, building up from there rather than just coming in from scratch. I mean, plus, if you get Miami in there, you can almost make your own little Southeastern Conference with the, the amount of teams you're, 
you're getting. Yeah, a nice southeastern division with Orlando, Miami, Atlanta, Nashville. It's possible, Don. Do it, Don. You can make it happen. Look, if the NASL could do it in the 70s, you can do, Don. I mean, I can get I could go back and give you how you could organize with the scheduling and playoffs and whatnot. I am a math major, Don. I know what I'm doing. I would I will say how ironic it was that uh, all of a sudden the MLS started talking about in this this little intro video. Oh, the best North American league that there is. The everything everything North American all of a sudden. It's like are, are we trying to take shots at that league that is in is in a lawsuit with USSF and basically you as well because you're tied to them. Hmm. Hey, gross. Good pay. You see them? Would you really resist throwing a little shade in that situation, especially with Toronto winning MLS Cup? It's like, do you need to though? Like, be the bigger person. When if you. Really? Really? Rachel, did you I, just hear that? <laughs> There's no bigger person in American soccer. I'm just saying, be show a little class. You don't have to... You know, but we are talking about Don, so... I, I'm about to say, have you seen what's going on in Columbus? <laughs> yeah, they were not in that video either. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like Columbus is not in MLS <laughs> because you know. Hashtag save the crew. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Rachel said it perfectly. This is Dawn we're talking about here. I just thought I was, I was like, you know, Columbus is still in the league until <laughs> next, you know, next year. I mean, you could show them a little bit. I, I guess they didn't want any booze or whatever while the videos going on but I mean that's that's kind of crappy not, not to even have them in there but ah c'est la vie MLS what are you going to do we talk about expansion and we got to talk about moving a team as well which really sucks hey you know your team could be the next next one to go somewhere uh, and nothing they can do about it as if I didn't have to put up with this enough in arena football. <laughs> yeah, you got plenty of movement going on uh, there uh, as well. Speaking of movement, there's finally decisions made on the who is actually running for U.S. Soccer President. Eight of the nine candidates got through. Paul LaPointe is the only one that did not get the three nominations necessary Either that or he stepped down. I don't think that they've really said one way or the other. But everybody else that we have talked about, and just in case you, for some reason, are listening to this and don't know who they are, Paul Calagiri, Kyle Martino, Eric Winalda, and Hope Solo make up the four former players. You got uh, Kathy Carter, Carlos Caldero, and... Yeah, Carlos Cordero and Kathy Carter, people that are involved in U.S. soccer in some form, 
that are running, and then you got two attorneys, Steve Gans and Michael Winograd, running as well. Steve Gans is getting a lot of positive press, along with uh, Martino and Winalda, everybody else. Oh, we haven't really heard from Hope Solo other than the initial announcement thing that she made. But who who do you think has the, the best shot here out of the eight? Of course, this is all going to be decided February 10th, by the way. Ooh. I think it's going to come down to a, a like three-person horse race between Steve Gans, Hope Solo, and Kyle Martino. I really think it is, but I think Kyle Martino is going to pull through. I'd love Hope. I'd love for Hope Solo too, but I, I really think Kyle Martino is going to be the one that wins it. What do you make of all the people's responses? That they the only negative things they've been able to say is, "How does she pass the background check?" <laughs> it's a legitimate question. It is. I mean, but it she is. didn't commit anything against the law, though technically. I mean, not that, you know, she was charged and it stuck. Yeah, but it's, again, you're still dealing with the court of public opinion here. Yeah, but they don't care about that, right? All that matters is what those people in those, that are the heads of those positions that get to vote. You know, Uh, I mean, how much are they really going to be paying attention to public opinion when, you know, their butts are on the line, too. You know, depending on who gets picked. A fair point. Those people point. may not be there. Uh, a very fair point. And that's why, and I'm just saying this here now, while we're about six weeks out, give or take. But I, while I don't think he'll win it, my gut's telling me Eric Winalda is still going to be a big X factor in this race. Yeah, Eric Winalda is certainly the wild card for me. I think it depends on where do people stand with him. I've all I've heard is everybody that talks about Eric Winalda, they don't have anything bad to say, mm-hmm. and all I ever hear is he's actually come and talk to us. Yeah, and, and well, that makes a difference for those people that yeah. are voting. Ronaldo, he's a more familiar face, um, even amongst the familiar faces. He's put himself out there. He's put out his platform. And again, radical is still better than bad. People can attach themselves. Or still better than status quo. Exactly. People can attach themselves to radical especially at a time like now where the status quo is terrible. Yeah, for me, it's going to come down to Kathy Carter, uh, Kyle Martillo, and Winalda, probably. I don't think they put her in without her being one of the final people that either get knocked out or winds up winning. I hope to God not. You know, and there's always those people that want the status. They don't want things to change because they're gaining too much out of it. Yeah, but you realize you're gaining a lot now. But if things change and things go downhill, those gains will go away. <laughs> oh yeah, but you need to have some kind of change just for people to have faith that that things are going on 
correctly. I mean, I, I don't know about the, I know that now all of a sudden there's this even bigger swell for the promotion relegation and all that. I don't know that that necessarily fixes everything. No. There was actually an article I read on MLS's website, which was a very interesting thought experiment just looking at what would really happen that first year of promotion relegation and how it would be set up and in reading it and how it would affect not even so much MLS, but a lot of the USL teams and lower down, I'm like, okay, this could make a lot of sense. I mean, would it fix the problem? No, it would actually bring up a whole different set of problems and, I really don't know if we could handle that different set of problems that the article suggested. Well, yeah, I mean, plus you got the the owners that have to adjust to that. Yep. What do we make about going to a different league that we've never been in before? Yeah, you would have your MLS owners freaking out, and then you would have a flood of money into USL ownership and thinking, okay, We've got a chance and go up and being an MLS team, we can make this happen relatively on the cheap. And then your other leagues merging and then going down into potential third tiers and things like that. And it would just be at least that first off season leading up to the first season of Pro Row could potentially be a free for all. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean that's lots of stuff can happen. The league is gonna change drastically. Mm-hmm. That team that comes up, or teams, depending on how many they decide, you know, is that one of those where you just go straight back down because this is a different league with different competition? You know, suppose he's gonna, suppose, you know, it's supposed to be better than USL, uh, or or does that team stay up and you have another MLS team go down? So, you know, there's there's a lot that can happen there, and what happens with uh, what happens once you get into USL? Do they end up staying there another year or two? Do they, or do they come right back up? I mean, there's such so many things that can happen uh, on that front. Speaking of things happening, the off-season moves are happening in MLS. The biggest one to happen so far, Darlington Nagby going from Portland to Atlanta. What a move <laughs> that is. As if Atlanta wasn't enough of a dangerous scoring threat. I mean, good God. Do you think this might be just in case they feel like somebody's going to come in for Almiron in the summer that they can't say no to? Or do you think this is really about, all right, we were, we were missing this one piece and Dalton Nagby's that piece? Mm. Well, really, for me, I think you've got it as set up as a good... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Insurance policy. You're preparing for the worst and Almiron gets sold. You still got a very cohesive attacking threat. And then say, okay, you prepare for the best in the fact that you keep him. Now you're just adding that extra dynamic factor. So I think Atlanta realizes they win either way. It would just be an issue of how do things play out and who has to gel with whom. And since this is done now, you have the whole offseason to factor that in. I, I don't know why, what I was talking about here. The January silly season hasn't even started yet. Nope. Rachel, do you think that he moves Amaro? Or does MLS keep saying no? I think with MLS being the um, stubborn bull that it is, they'll keep saying no. But, I mean, I, I think bringing Nagby in was a good idea because, well, he's Darlington Nagby. And also, if MLS does say yes, there's your back. Well, your replacement, not quite backup, but you know what I mean. Plus, uh, I'm sure you're overjoyed that you don't have to see him in the Cascadia. Good. Anymore. <laughs> good. It is, uh, it's going to be different. And he's one of the those linchpins of that Portland team, so... No, you lose your coach, you send one of your best players. Interesting times in Portland. They did name a new coach, though, Gio Savarisi, coming from the New York Cosmos. Again, interesting (laughs) times here. I wonder how Rocco Camiso feels about that right about now. Uh, You can't imagine he's... Yeah, he's like, geez, man. Thanks, right now. Does not make us look any better when we're we're going into court, and now my team doesn't have a coach, or well, an official coach anyway. The Cosmos did some interesting things last year. I mean, yeah, they kind of snuck into the playoffs, but made it all the way where they did, and you got to give a lot of credit to the coach there. Now, has he been the coach for a while? Because I'm pretty sure they did win a soccer bowl under his tenure. Well, while you keep uh, talking, I will figure that out. Yes, because, I mean, if he's had this success, because the Cosmos, especially in this recent iteration of the NASL, They've been kind of one of those powerhouses, even though they had a slightly underwhelming full regular season this year. With the way that the league is set up, getting to the championship, it really favored them. And even though it didn't end with lifting the trophy, it's still credit for something. Yeah, of course, he played for the Metro Stars. Mm-hmm. In MLS, and he played for Swansea City. Uh, he also, of course, he's been as well as well. So I'm very interested in in what happens uh, with him. He 
joined the New York Cosmos Academy at the Academy Director in 2010. So he's been with the Cosmos that entire time in various capacities. So yeah, okay. he would have been there for that. Yeah. So he was there on the staff for the soccer bowl run and got back there as the coach. So yeah, that's building really success. So let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean they won the 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 twenty fifteen NASL championship with him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you so. got you got that. You got he he had a they were undefeated various times throughout his his tenure. So with Portland, they're getting a, a guy that has a lot of experience. You know, played internationally for Venezuela as well. So he has the the playing and and coaching aspect. He's in the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame as well. So. Hey, I I think for everything that people were saying about, oh, what the heck is Merritt Paulson doing, and you're letting you're letting him walk like that, I, I think they got him a good replacement, and I'm sure they also liked that they probably didn't have to pay, you know, the bundle of dough they would have paid if, if they got somebody with a big name or something. And fresh meat for our rivalry. <laughs> well, that too. And so he gets to go into that, the Cascadia uh, rivalry uh, as well. Uh, we also saw Lake got a big move with taking Brooks Lennon away from Liverpool and got him to stay at Real Salt Lake permanently. So that's good for them to get to stay young. And he was one of their better players. So I think good move on that front. And hey, there's been some other ones, but... I think the LA got one. David Bingham. Yeah. San Jose. That was that's like the only other really like quote unquote big move. They needed to shore up that goalkeeping spot that's been kind of uh, on and off again for them. Yeah, and LAFC got a good goalkeeper with Tyler Miller as their expansion pick from Seattle. Yeah, I like that move. They made some expansion picks and then traded them away. Uh, so, interesting moves for LAFC. And then, of course, they got people that they still want to sign. You got all Slaton playing in the Caribou Cup in midweek. And they lost. And they, Yeah, and they lost, sadly. <sighs> What's it? To br- no, I'm going to shut up. I'm mad enough as is. <sighs> Let's talk about another tournament then. The CONCACAF Champions League. It has finally, they, they finally released the teams that are playing each or how they're playing each other. We, I guess we knew what the, who the teams were. So the round of 16 looks like this. You got Chivas against uh, Cibao, which is the only Dominican Republic team. Uh, Seattle Sounders are playing Santa Tecla from uh, what I want to say is that I'm, the flag I can't tell. I think that's Honduras. No, it's Salvadorian from El Salvador. Okay, 
Because I know there are also a couple of Honduran teams in there. Yes, there are a couple of Honduran teams. The Red Bulls play Olympia. Tijuana plays Motagua. You got a couple of Costa Rican teams. And uh, Tigres plays Herediano. And you got uh, America playing Saprissa, who's always there. Toronto FC gets to walk through the first round against Colorado. Uh, unless, uh, you know, the former mailman coach gets him going. Navy Eric. Look, the, 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 a mailman ain't beating the Canadians right now. I'm sorry. This isn't rugby. <laughs> or cricket, for that matter. <laughs> FC Dallas gets the uh, lone Panamanian team in Taro FC as well. Good. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, this. Um, looking at the bracket and how things are shaking up for the champions portion of the CONCACAF Champions Cup. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we see an all Mexican semifinal. <laughs> also, the thing that's not great for MLS is that. The round of 16 and quarterfinals take place during the offseason. Mm-hmm. Another reason why, get on the international calendar, MLS. Mm-hmm. You kind of were one of the people in helping decide that this needed to take place. Mm-hmm. You're no longer and, playing throughout the year. And, you know, your whole big thing, eliminating the group stage and going to a cup kind of format... Last time I checked, Cups had multiple draws, yet you're doing one. Yeah, they're doing like a playoff system, which that bothers yeah. me, but very Americanized, this this Champions. Should be it back to being a Champions Cup now, but... It, 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 it is. I mean, you can even forgive the Copa Libertadores because they still use a seeding system, and they even made tweaks to that. CONCACAF, you never cease to amaze me. Well, two months from now is going to be the beginning of the round of 16. You could you could Seattle and Chivas. Interesting. You'd think New York Red Bulls and Tijuana. Tigris and Toronto. And Dallas and America. That's some interesting matchups if they all get past the first round. Yeah, if they do, and then all of a sudden we can talk about MLS's dreams dying a lot earlier and being put out of our misery just about on cue. If that winds up happening, though, if you're the other country's teams, you kind of got to be a little upset because it's like, all North America happening in the quarterfinals and beyond. Exactly. Well, I mean, with Mexico, they're not going to complain. They're going to say, oh, okay. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, like, just we've set this all up to where you're legitimately going to have a U.S. versus Mexico or in the case of Toronto – U.S. versus Mexico, and then one Canadian team. Like, man, that's really lopsided. Well, I mean, well, okay, why don't we switch things up and do what they do in Asia? How they have their tournament strictly West versus East. 
why don't we do something north versus central? Yeah, but I mean, this is how they set up the Gold Cup too, right? I'm surprised they don't have it to where most of the U.S. and Mexican teams can't touch each other to the semifinals or something. But this is going to be very, very interesting times because Dallas and Colorado were already on a downtrend. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have an off season where you'll have been – I guess they would have to start training early, but yep. you won't really be training yet. And you're you're doing this Champions League. Like I said, all Mexican semifinal. <laughs> very, very possible. All Mexican semifinal. But, uh, yeah, anything else? Uh, there was some movement on the uh, NWSL front, Rachel. Yeah, Becky Sauerbrunn was the first player from FC Kansas City to commit to the new Utah Royals team. So I think with Becky, you know, being the captain, being the leader, I think some of the other players now are going to start to follow suit. What about Cindy LaRue? <laughs> we still waiting for Orlando to <laughs> no, come calling. She, she, yeah, she's going to go to Orlando. Come on now. Uh, we just... No, I, I'm not even gonna say it because I would have. I had a funny hypothetical just pop up in my head, but no, nah, that would be cruel. Hold on. Well, you already brought up all this. What's so cruel about it that you can't? Uh... It be because in my mind, and I know it's a little bit unlikely because Orlando, for the most part, has shown that they're very capable. And they're very confident up top. But what if, hypothetically, Sydney LaRue, everything falls into place and she moves to Orlando only for Dom Dwyer to all of a sudden move again? I think they haven't. They said they were going to lock him up, right? He's he's going through till this this season at least. That That's why... That's why I said it would be cruel, because, again, stranger things have happened. I wonder what it would take for them to... I mean, I, I guess, right, that Utah doesn't really have a rights situation, or do they? How, how, does, the, how does that work? Do they, like, have the rights of the players, but even if they don't commit? Or do they just say, okay, I want to trade, and the league has to figure that out? Because I'm just trying to think of how far they would push to making sure they got something back in return that was comparable or not. I honestly have no idea. That's a really good question. Because, like, for me, if you're going to, with all that power that Orlando has over there, I mean, you got to send somebody with a name back can't just be like, you know, some journeyman player and a draft pick. So, I know we kind of talked about it before about who it would be, but uh, it's, it's a, a different situation when FC Kansas City is still a team as opposed to what Utah is right now. 
with with technically one player. I guess. Anything else uh, you guys want to bring up before we, I guess, head out of here? Uh, I How's really that grow? Be- <laughs> yeah. Does it taste good yet? Um, a, a little gamey, I gotta say. I gotta experiment with my seasonings. Need some garlic pepper. That, and I really gotta start catching up again on uh, the indoor soccer league, because... MASL 2 is going to be starting up soon, so between that and the lack of development of the professional futsal league, that's going to be some other uh, interesting drama to keep an eye out for. You sure it's not that ghost pepper? It's going to be like staying with you for a while afterwards? No, this is garlic pepper, which tastes great on just about everything. (laughs) It's really going to help this crow, plus I'm saving my booze, so I'm not drinking any of that right now. Oh, damn it, Don. Why do you force me to do these things? Hey, because uh, Sacramento couldn't get their craft together? And I'm not even blaming Sacramento. You have the up-and-down situation with Detroit and the jail site, and then you make Cincinnati sweat when you didn't have to just Oh, damn it, Don. <laughs> and then you of all people announced how freaked out you were that this went so fast. You had a hand in this, Don. The thing Don't go throwing like a snowball at a boss and then wave your hand in the air. It's like, where did that come from? <laughs> so true, though. <laughs> but all right, we'll be... Back, I don't know for sure if on Sunday, because again, this is the off season. There's got to be enough stuff happening in one swoop for us to have a show to talk about, or, you know, for us to have a show. But they've already announced that there will not be the other team will not get named until after at least the new year, probably to give Cincinnati time to figure out that stadium situation, which is their only hurdle at this point. And I'd expect. Unless Sacramento finds a new ownership partner in that time, Cincinnati is going to be the other team. I don't know about you guys. Like, it seems like nobody's talking about Detroit, and MLS still isn't happy about the Ford Field thing. Well, that's because Detroit, they had the last-minute issue with the site, and are they going to finish the jail? Are they not? They just now decided that they're not, so that whole situation Nothing is Nothing like a half-built jail to give you <laughs> some great confidence for your your buildings there in, in Detroit. Well, I mean, it is Detroit, although they did get a new hockey arena, but unfortunately, one of the main people who was even behind that passed away, so he couldn't even see the beginnings of that so that just tells you what's going on with Detroit sports hey the Lions could be getting the playoffs so there's that I guess and and Detroit City FC looks like it's an actual decent outfit so if they don't get a team if the Detroit and Molesting doesn't happen they at least have that 
But all right. Okay, wait. Did you Detroit City FC? I'm sorry. They've already done it wrong in my mind. Why? They really whiffed on a great chance of a great name. So, just Detroit City then? No, Detroit Rock City. Pretty sure they don't want to have to pay Kiss for that. Okay, if Kiss could get an arena football, right, and have a half-decent year before that turned into a dumpster fire, I'm pretty sure you could give them maybe, I don't know, a fraction of a percent of silent partnership. What, Say, hey, the consider name this of Detroit your, Rock City? Consider this your royalties, but you stay the hell away from this team. We got this. You're here, but you're not here. <laughs> what, do they have to come out to the song, too? <laughs> hey, it would be a lot better. You wouldn't have to have go-go dancers coming from the ceiling like they did at Kiss Games. That's an improvement. I oh, mean, yeah. I wouldn't complain if they did, but it's still an improvement overall image-wise if you don't. Yeah, I'm sure that you don't want that at your stadiums now. Plus, you don't even have to have the silver field. So, I mean, really, is it that big of a deal? <laughs> All right, so everybody have a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. Winterinmas too, and a Festivus for the rest of us. Solstice, whatever, you know. Get be with your families, be happy. Get 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 just some drink on, like Eric. And oh. amen. <laughs> And if it's legal in your particular state, go out and support your local establishments. Get some discounts and smoke it up a little bit. <laughs> hey, if that works for you, why not? But all right, for Eric, for Rachel, and myself, we will see you around later, everybody. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.